were able to uh, defeat a weakened Galactus and save the universe. I think in great part due to me being able to uh, to wrap Galactus up in the Red Bands of Cytorak, which is one of uh, Doctor Strange's spells. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Who are you right now? <laughs> I'm channeling my uh, inner nerd Ray and playing my nerd role playing game. I was gonna say, look, I knew that you would uh, were doing a role playing game. I think we've mentioned it on but the air before. But it's a Marvel role playing game. It's not like we're not oh. like running around with orcs and high elves. You basically are, though. <laughs> like, you call me up to tell me about your role-playing game. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, what is happening right now? What happened to the dynamic that we share that this is how it's completely 180 <laughs> No, no, no. I, I still believe it's the same. You're, you're the, the, the uh, geeky geekster. Correct. I'm the cool no, Easter. I don't think based on anybody listening to the first 30 seconds of this episode oh, really? would still think that you're the cool geekster. Right. Still, th- You still think that after hearing my cool voice right there? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's like quiet macho man Randy Savage. All right. That's like Duffman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. And somehow wrestling doesn't make you cooler. Oh, that makes me want to slap into a snap into a Slim Jim. You know what? I'd love for a Slim Jim right now. You got some handy? I got uh, the kind of Slim Jim where you break into people's cars. You know what? I'll take it. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody. You have made it back to the next thrilling installment of Raisin and Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And Brent is geeking out over here. We take a week off. Brent, do you want to explain why we took a week off? I was... I was shooting my, shooting. my web series. It was, I'm, it was too tired. Got a new web series coming up. What's the name of that web series? When are we going to expect to see uh, it? Seriously Casual. Seriously Casual. Is this mm-hmm. a channel or is this a whole? It's going to be a whole channel. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have, you know, it's going to be similar to if you guys watched my uh, Table for Two web series. Well, if you haven't, ca- how can they find it, Brent? On YouTube. Look, you know. Oh, for the YouTube Table for Two? Table for Two and. Type in Brent with that. You should it should pop up. How many uh, how many episodes? Seven episodes. Seven episodes. Which will also be in the seriously casual, you know, uh, catalog of eventually. Course. Yeah. But you know, we had to go in and like just spend a week. We're probably going to put a video out like every week, but we spent you know, but, we go out and shoot like five episodes in a day instead of like oh five. The reality days. is, you had a week off from work, Correct. and you decided to make the most of that time by going absolutely buck nuts mm-hmm. and recording a billion episodes of web series right which is why we did not even though you had the week we off could put last some week. pictures up from the web series uh i mean i don't t- think it would hurt i i tried to f- when i when you ray actually did a day uh had I a did. small part on one of the episodes that is correct um i took a dump uh don't give away the oh yeah uh jeez <laughs> no one poops like me under What's special skills uh yeah but we actually were up you know <laughs> on a hiking trail. Yes. And uh I had to go down and get you down at the you know, the base of the hiking trail and I and I had like a wig and a headband and you stuff were, on. You were what we call in character. In character. That is correct. And I got almost all the way to you, you before did. you realized it was me. And I saw you and I remember thinking to myself, man, maybe I chose the wrong hiking uh, gear in my head quietly to myself. I said, oh, this guy seems like he's got the hiking gear on. Maybe I should have dressed more like this guy. And then as you get about 15 feet away from me, I'm like, oh, wait, that's Brenton wig with his head down churning <laughs> past me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. So character choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is funny, though. I think people are going to enjoy it. I also, you know, uh, we shot later on in the week. We were playing a couple meter maids. Meter maids, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and we had a bit that with a hoverboard, 
And then somehow the hoverboard got left oh my at my God. house. Yeah. So I've been like going up and down, well, back and forth behind my couch and on my driveway. Just on don't the hurt yourself. That's all I'm saying. I, assuredly, I will. <laughs> That's going to happen. I, I predict a broken coccyx. <laughs> Better than a broken, hey now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fully expecting a, a call. Ray, I'm in the hospital. Hey. Huh. I broke my this femur. This is the last time we talked. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> because I... I didn't pay my phone bill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I tried to stand at that hoverboard in your living room for the record, and uh, it's hard. It is. It's shockingly it's hard. very much a uh, feel, because you turn it on, and you start stepping on it, and it starts moving. Right. I could, it doesn't just like, it's not like you could be like with Siri. Siri, let me, <laughs> Siri, mounting, Siri. Yeah. And then you're on, you're like, oh, Siri, and go. I, I no. stepped on it when it wasn't even on, and I was holding on to the couch, and, really? I, fell, and I fell off of it. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, so just uh, be careful out there, everybody. We're not all LeBron. We can't all you fall, fall down our living rooms. You need balance to be on this thing, and I, to be fair, do not really have great balance, but I can go slow on it. Oh, you went, you went forward and backwards like four times. There you go. I'll, I'll show you on the driveway later. We'll go out on the driveway. No. Yeah. I'm terrified. I don't, want, I don't want to be there when you get hurt. I won't. But we got a lot of stuff. We took two weeks off, Brent. So we have Ray a lot of stuff. Ray pushed that... me. <laughs> I was on the... And then Ray came up and threw me to the ground. Well, that, that's likely to happen regardless bills. of whether or not there's a hoverboard. He's got to pay my medical bills. <laughs> Are you just setting it up ahead of time for the, yeah. uh, for the courts? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it hasn't actually happened yet. I know. So this is probably inadmissible. Yeah. Sorry. You could take all my money. You know what else happened the other day <laughs> that, was, that was great, dude? Yes. So, uh, you're, have you been to Pizza Rev? I have been. To, we've, we've been to Pizza Rev together. Oh, okay. So yes. Pizza Rev's pretty good. You know, it's kind of like Subway, but for pizza. It's right? okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. It's just okay. I like it. It depends on what kind of pizza you get. So sure. I've had pizza that were like, that's okay, and I've had ones like, that was good. Anyway, while we were shooting uh, one day, we were like, let's go to lunch at Pizza Rev. And my, my wife had come home, and I was like, hey, what would you get for lunch? She goes, Pizza Rev. And I said, oh, <laughs> we're about to go eat at Pizza Rev. And she goes, oh, cool. Did she go uh, back with you a second no, time no, to no. Pizza Rev? Oh, uh, okay. She goes, hey, there's this one guy who works there. Uh, you know, she described him to me, and I was like, "Oh, I think I know who that guy is." Uh, she said, "She said, yeah, he was. I was reading my book, and he said, oh, uh, I don't really read, but I want to become a reader. Can you recommend anything to me?'" And she said, "Well, if you don't read at all," and he said, "No, I don't really read." She said, "Well, maybe you should read like a graphic novel, like, like Sandman or something." Oh, geez, okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I go back to the place, and I, this guy is making me my pizza, and I go, oh, "Wait a minute." I'm getting a really strong feeling. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete's. I'm getting. I'm holding my hand. I'm getting a really You're going strong psychic on feeling. Uh huh. Uh, are you? Are you not a reader? But you recently wanted to start reading. But that's what I'm feeling. That you want to become a reader. Oh my goodness! How did you know that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I. It's the power. I just get this feeling. And meanwhile, the people shooting with me are like, "What is happening?" Ah. Uh, did you suggest Sandman to him? Uh, and then I said, "I'm also." feeling sand the word sandman oh my goodness oh wait that's a graphic novel sandman does are you going to read the sandman graphic novel how did you know that oh my goodness and then the the his coworker's like what's happening he goes this lady came in like an hour ago uh and we were talking about how i wanted to become a reader and then she suggested the sandman book and i was like well you're putting that vibe out there man i just you're putting that vibe because that's a I'm, that's a look it's a I'm look you carry I'm just picking it up. It's, I, you know, they really do say it's kind of like a curse. I feel like it is because now I feel like you're not going to treat me the same. <laughs> now that you before. know about my gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. And then I thought, 
I could go back to him and later and be like, hey, I was just joking. You know, my wife uh, was the one no, who talked to you earlier. Not worth. But there's also all these, you know, cute girls that he works with. And I don't want to go up to him and be like, hey, sucker, you're a dum dum. Right? Because then those cute girls wouldn't want to talk to you. Exactly. So, but instead, now he's, the girls can be like, no, I was there. That happened to him. That is a real that, thing. That raises his stakes. Yeah. yeah. He's now interesting. Mm-hmm. You've made a person interesting. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got stuff to talk about this week. We uh, we watched Better Call Saul. We watched Walking Dead. Caught up on that. We uh, have some Major League Baseball. The season's about to start, Brent. Ooh. Are you excited about that? And uh, NCAA, we're down to the final four. We got to talk about our Raisin Brent bracket challenge. Ooh. Yeah, more interesting for one of us. Yeah. It's me. It is you. <laughs> Hey, I'm in favor, but we're going to talk about that right after three seconds of Holland Oats. So the final four is here. We have four teams left, Brent. We have Villanova, Oklahoma, Syracuse, and UNC. So many interesting storylines coming out of all of this. Uh, for example, remember the people who said Syracuse didn't belong in the tournament? Yeah. Those people were pretty funny. Well, that was most people. <laughs> I wouldn't say I felt that way. Any uh, um, uh, Bayheim team uh, is, is deserving of at least a look. You yeah. know? What, is, what else does this guy have to do? And I think even Bayheim said he was 90% sure they weren't getting in. Yeah. Because they were 19 and 13. Yeah. But uh, obviously there's some talent there. For sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, of, of these final four teams, Brent, I had one of the final four, and it was the one I felt the least confident about, and that would be Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, you Now, let's just talk about our bracket. Let's get this out mm-hmm. of the way before we break it down okay. a little bit. Uh, do you have the results up in front of you right there? Oh. Okay, Brent, I'll be honest with you. I have uh-huh. not. I know that I'm not doing well since I have one of four final four teams, and I have them done, so I'm out of points hey, available. I, I can't imagine I'm doing well, but tell me I'm not in you're last ahead, place. You're ahead of Benny Arthur. Oh, that's that? all I can dream. Huh? Drunk history's you're Benny ahead, Arthur. You're ahead of David Noel. Oh, uh, Dino, our producer? Yeah. Well, good job, me. Dino, does Dino just finish last or second last in, like, everything? Well, we do need to do a special shout-out uh, to two people in mm-hmm. particular. First off, Robert Chan. Who didn't fill out Who his didn't bracket. finish his bracket. He I finished. don't consider that. He actually got zero points, but I don't consider that to be a real bracket because... So, the uh, question is, well, first off, thank you for just taking the mantle of worst place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody else had to suffer the indignity in the Raisin Brent uh, bracket challenge. Who is the actual person who tried who finished in last place, though? Do oh, we that have... would be David Knoll. David Knoll, our and intrepid also producer. And tied with... Who? Uh, you know, our quote-unquote rival podcast. No. <laughs> Sports podcast connoisseur Andrew Payne. Andrew Payne. Yeah, God bless you, Andrew Payne. Um, I think Andrew Payne might have set a record for. I think after twenty-two games in the tournament, already had no Final Four teams left. It was crazy. He wasn't done with day two, and all his Final Four teams were gone. <laughs> I I actually felt bad for Andrew Payne. I did not. I think bless it's him. Amazing. But in he, order, he would for, not have felt bad for me. He would not have. Uh, if uh, I can't wait to troll him about that. Um. Can I just say right now... Here's who we had in the final four. Arizona, out first round. Yikes. Texas, I believe, out first round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. None of them made out of the... Michigan uh, State. Oh, no. Uh, Didn't he have Michigan Xavier. State? Xavier. Xavier. Z- I'm sorry. Maybe he had one left in the second round. Uh, Michigan State, out first round. So basically, three of the big upsets... Before the before the first week was over, his final four was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but in order for him to be a rival podcast, wouldn't he have to have a podcast? Well, yeah. Am I mistaken about and actually, that? Actually, I was on the last episode of their podcast. Should we name the podcast on the air? No. No, no, no chance. Sorry. No, no free publicity here. 
Yeah. You guys. Well, it doesn't even exist anymore. Anyway. Yeah. And did if it doesn't now, does it? did it ever really? No. I would argue no. No, I would argue never. I would argue it never happened. But enough personal <laughs> diatribes. <laughs> um, so, Brent, who is doing well right now? Because uh, let's face it. Uh, we're, uh, so I finished ahead of some people, but I'm probably in the middle towards the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're pretty much Rough stuck down there me. because really 15 out of 21 people have no points left. So there's not much moving around to be had. There's not much motion happening. So. The only real movement that can happen. So because t- tell us basically there's three teams left that have a possible winner. And that's... Yes. That is Andy Coppert. Andy Coppert, Ohio's own. The final entry into the uh, bracket challenge. Myself. You. And, uh, well, that would be good. Is it D Money? D Money, but uh, D Money can't beat you, though. No, can he, he can't beat me. Okay. Those are only three people that could that have a winner left in it, though. They D- all, we all have UNC. D Money, the so basically, boyfriend. All those points would be would be cancel each other out. D Money's name is Daryl, and he's the boyfriend of one Cat Lenhart, also nice. yeah. star of Andrew Payne's defunct podcast. Uh, he's a nice guy, though. Yeah, Super nice. Yeah. I like that guy. Um, and, uh, okay, so the only real movement that can happen is if Villanova yeah, lay out some Villanova plays Oklahoma in one of the semifinals. That is correct. If Villanova wins, I'm the only person that has Villanova, and that actually gives me the win. The win Villanova, of the overall bracket, the no matter what else happens. If Villanova wins. Love it. If, if Villanova does not win... Then Andy Coppert wins it. That's basically all it comes down it to. Just only, so, only Andy and I can win it. The least interesting of the two remaining games mm-hmm. is the one that decides it all for our bracket. Exactly. So I'm rooting for Villanova. Actually, I think that's a. I think that's a more exciting game than the other game. I think it doesn't have as much interest as the bl- two blue bloods. One was expected to be here mm-hmm. and one wasn't. I think there's just the storylines play out. Uh, a little bit better than two teams that Villanova's got history. But Villanova, Oklahoma but Oklahoma's really super fun to watch, and they score a. They are. I, I guess uh, Oklahoma. Uh, Look, I like Oklahoma UNC this year. Scores a lot of points though, too. Though I mean, I, I got him right in the final four. Buddy I did like Hield him this is on year. A run like almost none other. Uh, can't help but not going to be seen. Michigan State, <laughs> who pooped wow. the bed. Oof. Yeah, sorry, Sparty. I had you. I had you. Uh, Finishing in the loser in the finals. Well, with really, Kansas, that didn't, no, that didn't did change happen. too many people's uh, points in our bracket either because almost everyone had them in the final four. Uh, that is correct, but now I just wish I would have listened to myself before the thing started. When I remember when Michigan State lost five straight Big Ten games in the middle of the season, and I said, maybe they don't have it for the long haul, and then talked myself out of it. <laughs> I should have listened to myself when I thought, yeah, they could go to the Final Four, but they also lost to Nebraska at home. That's and that's bad. my team, and Nebraska wasn't good this They're year. They're not good this year. Did yeah. they make the NIT? Yeah. No. They did we not were, make the NIT. We were under 500, oh, so we couldn't make anything. the NIT. No. Hey, you had that good year a couple of years ago. Sure. Yeah, you, you, you made the tournament. Yeah, and, and we have some young good players. I think we'll be better. I don't know if we'll make the tournament next year, but we should be above 500 next year. Michigan this year shows me that you cannot take making the tournament for granted. You just can't. <laughs> It could happen. It could not you happen. You guys like almost didn't make it. Yeah, you almost didn't I make it. You guys had a good squad. And let's face it, we lucked into getting a victory because we ended up in a playing game. Yeah. So I'm. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. We almost beat Notre Dame, and they did very well. So uh, Jeff, all things good. Jeff, director of uh, uh, Seriously Casual and and Table for Two. Correct. He's a very talented guy. Uh, he he's his he went he was the one of the other ones that could have won until Virginia went down. Went down. And his his he's got a great name. His team name is uh, his entry name. Thomas Jefferson's Lament. Because uh, he's a UVA guy. Yes. And Thomas Jefferson founded UVA. Yes, he did. And now when they lost, it literally was... His Lament. Thomas He's Jefferson's rolling around in his lament. grave. As if Thomas Jefferson had a notion what basketball was. Oh, man. <laughs> or would care. That UVA game was painful if you were a UVA fan. Because you're up by like 16, I think, with like seven, six minutes left or something like that. Maybe eight, nine minutes. But still, you're up 16 in the second half. 
you don't expect to lose going away. Not as painful as a certain other game involving a, a Texas A&M team. Well, that was earlier, though. That wasn't for a shot at the Final Four, although that was Northern Iowa. That's a one uh, seed. That's a one seed giving up, you know, a 16-point lead. Three seed. No, I'm saying Virginia was a one oh, seed. Oh, Virginia was a one seed. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. Texas A&M was a three Texas seed, A&M but still was a three hurts. seed, and hurts. they were the, one of the teams that hurt me, too, because I had them beating Oklahoma. Does it smell in here? Oh, because I think Northern Iowa pooped the bed. Oh, man. Yikes. If you guys haven't watched, you didn't see that game, it's worth going on YouTube. We went back and rewatched it right and, now. And watching, just look up Texas A&M versus Northern Iowa, and you'll see that they're ahead, that Northern Iowa is ahead with like 38 seconds left yeah. by 12 points and somehow so lost the game. What to look for now, then, is we're looking forward to, uh, we need Villanova to beat Oklahoma, and Brent, you will win for the sake of the podcast. Yeah! For the second year in a row, one of us will win the br- bracket challenge. If Oklahoma wins, we got to have an, a, an Ohio State Cleveland Browns fan on the on the show. Do you that understand be, how painful that would be? I, I it's almost making me want to lose. Now. Oh no, <laughs> that would be the worst. And we not only that, we'd have to get some the first time a non LA person. We'd have to figure out technology mm-hmm. and figure out a way to Skype him in. Mm-hmm. Brent, I don't want to learn all that technique, because let's face it, I'm the one that's going to have to learn how to do that. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to forfeit. No, uh, no, you're not. How dare you? <laughs> no, good luck to Andy. Good luck to you. Better luck to you, because I would like to keep it in-house. I, You know what? Here's the deal. All the years that I've been like trying to get uh, picking Villanova and Georgetown... Finally, paid Finally, <laughs> the one time. They're always like losing to some higher seed. Well, I will say right now that uh, if you can win it this year, you almost redeem yourself for finishing so badly the last two years. I'll put it out there. That's almost. fair. Sure. Almost. That's fair. Well, if you win it, no. If that, you win if it, you it's win, all forgiven. Re- now, if I don't win it, then it's, nah, you know, it's doesn't doesn't. Uh, you get one of those. I did. I wasn't last last year. I was. Uh, you were think, next to last. Well, whatever. <laughs> wasn't last. <laughs> fair enough. Um, but anyway, so there's the bracket right there. I finally figured out who Mike Hughes, uh, who won. Uh, he didn't win, did he? He won a different He bracket. won a different one. Before uh, we started doing it for the podcast, he won this bracket challenge I, a few I years I finally ago. figured out, because you said he was in it, and I said, where's Mike Hughes? Uh, I finally figured out he's, my alma mater is in it. Yes. Because of Yale. Because of Yale winning uh, a game. Yeah. And he got it right. I thought he went to Northern Iowa. but uh, <laughs> You were wrong. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so of these four teams that's left, who who do you have? I, you got to say uh, uh, North Carolina's got to be the favorite, right? Yeah, but gosh, I really could see any four of these teams uh, winning it. I can it. as well. I don't know about Syracuse. I think they're about to hit their wall. But uh, I could absolutely see if they get hot, I could see Oklahoma winning it. I think it's going to be Oklahoma versus UNC, unfortunately, for the I podcast. I kind of think that, too. <laughs> Although, if Villanova, they absolutely dominated their first three games, and then yeah. in the fourth game, somehow they shut down Kansas, who was dominating. Very good team, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, we got to come back, though. We're going to talk about some Major League Baseball, Brent. It's time to make some predictions. Mm-hmm. After three seconds of Hall and Oates. So I'm going to be honest with you, Brent, mm-hmm. for the first time ever. Uh, this Major League Baseball season, I have not been paying as much attention to the preseason outside of my own team as I normally would. Normally, I'd be like all over it, seeing who's doing what, who's getting hurt. And outside of my fantasy baseball draft, which was last week, I'm not as up on what's going on. Well, so I'll be honest, Ray. I wasn't sure this season after the way Detroit finished in last place, that they would be allowed to come back to the wow. Major League Baseball. Are wow. they still in the 
Are they still it, in? It turns out, team? yes, yes. Okay, good. They are okay. allowed to play. Cool. I think that's fair. They have not been relegated. I mean, they do have one good player. Um, you know, Miguel Cabrera, you can't argue. He's great. It's really hard to uh, argue against yeah. that. <laughs> uh, you could try, I guess. You'd be wrong with a bad opinion, but... Right, right. That hasn't stopped people before, Brad. Oh, you can't just, like, say the best hitter in, you know, like, the last 10 years. Uh, of is, our, of our, of yeah. our, you know, the last, last decade, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's no good. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to argue at this point. Anybody saying Miguel Cabrera not that good is wrong. <laughs> so, uh, but we have right here, we have made predictions, Brent. Mm-hmm. We just took a look at it. We decided we do this every year. Why would this year be any different? And this is our last episode before the season starts. So it seems uh, seems like a good idea to crank it out and make it happen. So, Brent, would you like to start this year with the AL or NL? Probably the NL, right? Let's start with the NL. It's it's not as close to our hearts, even though uh, we do live in an NL town, Los Angeles. Well, you love the Reds and the Cardinals. Well, let's find out in a sec here. So t- going right here, let's go ahead and start in the uh, NL West. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, will st- I will start us off right okay. now. Yeah. I have picked the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. They seem like the easy favorites. I think looking at the rest of that division, there's talent there, but they have far and away the best team. Yeah, I'm picking the Dodgers as well. I'm really not sure about it, though. I mean, I I don't feel like they've had as good a talent. They lost Granky. Who did they replace Granky with? Didn't need to. Uh, Didn't they? (laughs) Look, That's what concerns me. I, I was saying right before we started recording here, I think there's a very real chance we're going to pick some dumps. We're going to mm-hmm. pick some turds. Uh, we're going to pick some last place I, I teams. I think I'm going to say right now, of the teams I'm picking to win the division, I believe the Dodgers might be the most likely one to just totally tank. I don't agree with that, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, going to the uh, NL Central, who do you got? Until someone proves to me differently. Uh-oh. I'm taking the Cardinals. Taking Look, the Cardinals. The Cardinals won the division last year with no Adam Wainwright. Yes, they and did. Adam Wainwright will be back, and he is a monster. And uh, they, they've, I've in fact, even improved a little bit. Stephen Piscotty coming on in the second half of the season, now going to be hitting in the two-hole. Yeah. Uh, I really like a lot about that team. They're not yeah. going to impress you one to nine, but they're going to beat you. I mean, they won 100 games last year, so. Yeah, and I still don't know how. I've, I personally watched that team play in St. Louis last year when I was on vacation, I still don't know how that team won 100 games. It's similar. They're just good. I mean, they play similar to Kansas City. They they play smart. They don't hit a ton of home runs because they play in a big ballpark, but they pitch, they play good defense, and they have timely hitting. For the record, I still don't know how Kansas City did it either. <laughs> Two years in a row. But there it is. Uh, okay, the East, NL East. I have the Washington Nationals. I decided, ah, oh, well, I'm going to take the shot on them. They, they keep crapping the bed every year, and it's like reverse Cardinals. Uh, they haven't proven they're going to do it, but I'm going to keep believing them until they really take a massive dump. Yeah. Okay. One of these years is going to be right. Well, meet the Mets. Oh, the okay. Mets. Yeah, I think I the, Mets. Go the Mets. The Mets. That starting that starting rotation is ridiculous. It's very good. Jacob Degrom yeah. out there and Noel Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just to me the Mets are a team this year. Like they walked with Angels last year to get where they were going. I think that's the, my t- pick this year for a team that takes a giant dump. Okay, and misses it entirely. So, you're, what are your two wild card well, I, teams? I think you know, but for the Mets, real quick. Yes, you have Matt Harvey. He's great. You have Syndergaard. He's hurt. You have Jacob Degrom. He's still he's still starting opening day. You think so? They said that today. Yeah. Okay. He had a, a blood clot in his somewhere. I, I would be a gone. little bit more skeptical. I feel yeah. like this is going to be a snake bit team, and not that it's easy to predict that kind of That's a thing. Possible. It's possible. It feels very likely uh, to be. You know, you got Familia in the bullpen. He's real tough. Ooh, the Familia. It, he's real tough unless you, unless you get him with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, uh, and then he gives up a tying hormone to Alex Gordon. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> um, Who are your wild card teams? My wild card teams. I have the preordained, the chosen ones. 
the Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs. Who wants everyone to sing is going to win? Oh, wait. I, did I say I take, I picked the Cubs in the uh, Central? I don't know if I actually got that out there. You said the Cardinals. Oh, I'm sorry. The Cubs is the team I actually picked. I oh, have okay. Down right here. Okay. I have the Cardinals, uh, just to flip it, I have the Cardinals being the wild. wild card team until they say it otherwise. I, I, I just realized. I don't think I actually said the Cubs out loud. No, you did not. I, I think the Cubs are I feel like you're just trying to steal, steal my, good this year. my picks right now. Yep, it's true. And uh, who do you have as your last wild card team? Well, it's uh, it's an even year, so that means it's time for the Giants. Time to come for the back. Giants to make things. I had a really hard time picking between the Giants, picking between the Mets. Who you know, I decided to just go for. They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm going to go for it again. I think I did it last year. Arizona Diamondbacks. I gave they them a have look. to break through. They just got Grinky on top of this really impressive store bought team. I gave them a look, uh, but I I I feel like shame. You know. Sh- Fool me once, yeah. which is what happened last year with the San Diego Padres. But I do believe this team will be better than the Padres were last year. I think so, too. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, notice they, how I did not. Bumgarner and Cueto, and that's pretty tough. And talk about the Padres. I also do not believe in the Padres this year. Right. They fooled me last year. They will not fool me again. Uh, I, I just like that team. I think they're mm-hmm. going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So switching over to the uh, AL, who you got in the AL West, Brent? This is to me the toughest one, the uh, toughest to me, of the divisions. This the easiest one. It's going to be the Houston Astros. They're the Houston young. Astros. Oh, they're young, and they're... they're they, you know, they're, they're in many ways, they're kind of like the opposite of the Royals. They strike out a million times. They're the opposite. They strike out a bunch. They walk a bunch. Yeah, there's so much talent on that team, though. Uh, Carlos Correa. You've got uh, uh, Springer. George Springer. Yep, yep. Uh, you got those young pitchers. I-, I like that team a lot. Did not pick them to make the playoffs this year. To really? me, they're, they're the AL equivalent of the Washington Nationals mm-hmm. this year. Okay. Something's going to happen. They're going to take a dump. They'll probably win the World Series upon me saying that. But, you know, <laughs> I, I just – I had to – got to pick somebody out, and they were just the team I felt right. didn't live up. So I went for some surprises. I went for the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just – it was them or Houston for this spot, and I really do like Texas. I just remember the year a couple of years ago I picked them to uh, win their division, and they finished in last place. Yeah. So I decided to give myself an opportunity to let that happen again. All right. <laughs> got to go with the Texas Rangers. Okay, uh, AL East, I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays. It's really hard to bet against the Blue Jays right now. I that am, is a very good team. I'm taking Toronto as well. I'm concerned about their starting pitching, but sure. they should hit so much. Uh, and But they do have some older guys on the team. If, they let's do. say, Batista gets hurt and Carnacio gets hurt, that could that could really uh, – and you've got Tulowitzki. Too low. He could also break down. He's been injured a lot. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, this is another team that, like, you know, it, the fates will decide what this team does. On paper, though, they're the most talented team in that division. Yeah, but they but they also lost, you know, David Price. I mean, he was big yeah, for them. I mean, do. they should score enough runs to make the playoffs, though, you would think. And you, they also figure they made a trade last year. They can make a trade at the deadline this year to push sure. themselves over. Just sure. like, the, you know. Uh, so who you got in the Central, Brent? As if there's any question. To me, uh, you say that the West was the easiest. How is this not the easiest one for you? Uh... You're right. It was probably the easiest one. I, I'm going to pick the Royals. Thank you. Uh, they've been to the World Series two years in a row, and that's kind of like with the Cardinals. Until they prove to me that they're you know, not going to do it, they're going to do it. Well, Brent, I hate to be the one to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. I also have picked yeah. the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> you do it two years in a row. They've proven themselves over time. I really thought last. I thought two years ago was a fluke. I thought last year they were going to take a big step backwards, mm-hmm. and they won the whole thing. Yeah. How do you how do you vote against that when it comes time for it? It's not like they I, they did so enough in the offseason that I did not think they were going to do. I was very pessimistic. You know this, mm-hmm. that they were going to lose everybody, and it was going to be a mass exodus, and that, quite frankly, didn't happen. No. They lost some players, but they kept some others, and so I just... We I, lost quite, We lost our two rentals for the end of the year. Of course and by the way, we could do that again this year probably if they wanted to. Yep. You, know? so. you didn't lose Alex Gordon. 
I thought that was the big one. If they lose Alex Gordon, I vote against them. They didn't. I vote with them. Okay. Uh, wild card teams. Uh, who you, who's your first wild card team? Uh, well, you had Texas winning the the West. I have Texas in the wild card. Okay. I mean, they've been there. They've been there the last couple of years, really close to doing something, but haven't yet. Well, I got to put them on the list here for myself. Your Detroit Tigers. I absolutely love the way they've reloaded. They're coming back this year. I really appreciate some of the signings mm-hmm. they've done. Everybody's healthy again, which makes a huge difference. And and much like Toronto, as long as they can just stay on the field, they're talented enough to win this division. Who's quite their, honestly, who's their starting pitching staff now? Uh, they just uh, they got Verlander, of course, of course, and he, they and, just... he, and he ended well at the end of the year. He looked like kind of eighty percent or ninety percent of the old Verlander at the end of the year. So you got to be encouraged by that. Yes, I'm. I'm excited about Verlander. I mean, he's got to. He's got to bounce back. I mean, that guy's just way got way too much talent. Then the offseason, they signed Jordan Zimmerman, who I, I definitely like uh, uh, from the Washington Nationals. They got him away, and he's a workhorse. He's going to get the innings. And then you know they kind of filled in. Anibal Sanchez could be great. He can be terrible. Uh, I like him as a number three starter. I wouldn't yeah. like him as a one or a two. Right. And then they got uh, Shane Green, Mike Pelfrey, Daniel Norris to fill it out. And uh, you know, the, yeah. one, if one of those guys has a breakthrough season, we're yeah, fine. That, that has a that that sounds scary to me. Uh, that and the fact that the, this is why I didn't pick them for a wild card. Uh, that and they still have some older guys on the team. They I do. Mean, JD Martinez is old. JD Martinez. Some people are making the pitch that he could be an MVP candidate this he year. Could be. But he could also, you but know, he could tear, also miss 130 games. Tara Hammy and be out for the, forever. Yeah. 20 games at a stretch. Yeah. But uh, V-Mart's coming back. Victor Martinez looking good. Another old guy. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera getting up there in years, yeah. but still very talented. That's what concerns me is their core is all older people. It's true. So, uh, so that's what scares me about them. I think they will be better, and they can't be worse than they were last if that, year. If teams like that stay healthy, yeah, they make a run. They're not starting Alfredo Simon anymore, right? So yeah, I mean, there you go. They should be better. Should be immediately overnight. Who's guess your? Who, uh, who's guess your... who has a one R, one ERA in the in the preseason? By the way, with a bunch of strikeouts. Is it, is it Simon? It's Joaquin Soria. Oh, Joaquin for Soria. the Royals now. <laughs> Set up, man. Yeah, couldn't pitch for us. Uh, but okay, so who's your? Uh, we also got K Rod in the bullpen, which is going to help. Oh, a ton. that's that's yeah. good. He's also old, but uh, but steady. You know. So was Joe Nathan, but uh, sure. he was okay. He at was best. okay, and he fell apart a little bit at the end. But, bit. Yeah. but uh, who's your other wild card? Team? Uh, gosh, I picked these guys last year to win the division, and they totally pooped the bed. But they added enough that, I, and and also it's it's big poppies last year. I got to uh, think I got to think they had a shot at a wild card. Yeah, right. The Boston Red Sox they add David Price. They add Craig Kimbrell on the back end of the bullpen. Very good. Uh, on paper, they reloaded. I don't like that they have Hanley Ramirez, but you know you can't have everything. Uh, fool me once with Boston, shame on I me. Hear you. you know that's it. I, I did not pick Boston. I went with their rivals. I, I don't feel good about it. I'm eat, I'm eating it like a spoiled piece of meat, Ray. But I'm eating it. Well, this will be the big contentious point for us in our picks. Then I picked the New York Yankees. Interesting to that's, be the other wild card. That team. was my other team. I was really considering. They did it last year. They're a team that just. As long as they stay in the in the conversation, it feels like they get over. Well, they always get over. They they in some ways are trying to recreate what Kansas City's been doing. They just have like that three headed monster in the back of the bullpen, so they're trying to create scenarios where you get past the fifth inning and the game's kind of over. And it's not really true anymore. But it is a team that if they feel like they're close, they will spend money, mm-hmm. even though they're trying very hard to cut salary and whatnot, which makes it weird to talk about well, the Yankees the as fact, a thrifty team. The fact that they're cutting salary. At the beginning of the season means that maybe they still get somebody at the end of the season. I think uh, assuredly they will. You, if they're close, they're going to do something. Right. You figure. Uh, so who's your World Series matchup? I don't know. Do we? Uh, we always do it. Yeah. Um, I'll do mine first. Okay. Go ahead. So my World Series matchup. I think it's a matchup that we very easily could have had last year, but we didn't. Uh, I think it's. I think it's one that would be very interesting to watch. I've got the Toronto Blue Jays 
versus the Chicago Cubs. And this is the year, Brent. Theo Epstein, genius. The Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Put them over. I think they win 100 games this year. I think they play lights out from pillar to post. I think that team finally gets over the hump and wins the World Series. Congratulations, Cubs fans. I just guaranteed you will not be winning the World Series this year. Um, I have in the American League and I would I, I you know I really I think Casey has a shot again but it's but to think that you're, you're going to get there, gonna pick to, well to think you're going to get there 3 years in a row it would be pure hubris at this point yeah it really would be uh I mean not pure hubris because they have been there 2 years in a row there's an argument to be made but uh I'm going to go with Houston Houston I okay. think Houston was really close to beating they Kansas City last year they could absolutely do it uh they could do it they've got the pitching staff they got the hitters um and I feel like St. Louis. Is Keep going with the Cardinals. Of, yeah. I mean, they're they always won, in the conversation. They won a hundred games last year, and they fell apart a little bit in the playoffs. So but between they still have some, they have some talent on that team. So between St. Louis and Houston, who wins the World Series? Are you going for it? Put all your chips in. Go all in, Brent. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I think Houston. Could Houston Astros, Houston ladies Astros. and gentlemen. Fascinating. Which is weird because they weren't even in the American League a couple of years ago. I know. They weren't. But there it is. So I've got uh, Cubs beating Toronto. Brent has Houston over the St. Louis Cardinals. Very, very exciting stuff. Those are our major league predictions. Maybe we'll come back next week and we'll do like MVP and like Cy Young and stuff. I didn't want to put too much on the table this week. But uh, for right now, there it is, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to talk some television after three seconds of Daryl Hall and John Oates. What I want. So two weeks of Walking Dead, Brent. Yeah. It seems like the people who are on the episodes of Walking Dead listen to this podcast because I say Carol is going to uh, die from Negan. She tries to leave camp. Mm -hmm. I I say that Daryl tries to die. Oh, by the way, spoilers alert, everybody. (laughs) Daryl is going to be the one to get killed. Daryl or Carol. He tries to leave the camp after Carol and gets himself shot. Yeah. Now, he's not dead, though, right? Like Daryl? Daryl. I don't think so. I mean, it looked like he got shot right in the shoulder. It looked like he got shot possibly in the chest, but possibly in the shoulder. He definitely got himself shot, though. Well, the guy you hear the guy say, he'll be fine. That was so weird, too. That way they they edited that in. It's almost like that was a last-second edition or something like Mm -hmm. that. It almost makes me think that uh, he's hurt worse than I think he is. Like, maybe he's going to lose his arm. Oh, is that a th- I would say is well, that a thing in the comics, but he doesn't ha- exist in the comics. It has happened to people in the comics. Yeah. So what do you make of all the current events? One episode to go before the season's over. We assume Negan, we know Negan is going to show up and probably kill somebody. That mm-hmm. seems to be what everybody has been saying. But how many people are they going to kill beforehand? Because we just lost Lady Doctor. Yeah. I used to be a doctor like you until I took an arrow to the face. It's a Skyrim Merit joke. Weaver. Merritt Weaver, Emmy Award winner. Uh, yeah, dead in the eye. And what a great thing where she spends the entire episode like you, you spend the entire episode thinking she's going to die, right? Because they you? do the whole, I did because they did the whole story, or she was going to get somebody else killed because they do the whole story of I'm coming with you even though I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm coming with you because I have something to prove. Yeah. I'm coming with you because I need to show you that I'm tough and I need to get toughen up and I need to do this and da da da. And she survives the whole episode despite making constant mistakes and almost getting herself or somebody else killed. And then in her final speech of see, guess I was tougher than slap arrow to the face dead. Whoopsies. 
I, I like those things when somebody gets shot in the eye and they don't realize they've been shot and they just their brain keeps talking. And she kept going on with the speech. Holy f! Yeah, you wouldn't know this. The last three episodes, I've had an arrow through my face for all of them. None of that would surprise me. Hey, uh, guys, you wouldn't know this, but I just got signed to play with the Kansas City Chiefs because of my arrowhead. Oh, <laughs> God. That just hurts extra because I let it happen on my watch. So so what's the prediction coming up right now? Because we, we lost, well, we lost a character. We, we, yeah, we lost Lady Doctor. Well. <laughs> and now we, we maybe lost Daryl at the end of this last episode. Everybody's getting captured now. What do you think? I mean, look, they've had it so well. They've just taken out a lot of Negan's men with no re- very little repercussion, right? And seriously, like five different occasions, they've lost one person, and they've killed, at this point, three dozen of Negan's men. How about, do you still believe Carol isn't faking it when she does the panic attack thing? Because she did the panic attack thing and then murdered everybody. Yeah. Do you still think it's real? I do think it's real. Oh, Jesus. She oh, ran geez. away because it's real. She doesn't want. She's being forced to be this person she doesn't want to be. She ran away because she's smart. Mm. I still think the whole thing is complete. It's a complete put on. Uh, when she started hyperventilating, and all of a sudden she gets calm you're and the, she blows him away with a machine you're gun. You're the only person that thinks that. Uh, me and apparently smart people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm. I don't. I didn't buy it. When she started hyperventilating, I'm like, oh, here's the act again. And then she murders everybody, and it's like, well, that's and then she chases yeah. the dude down that, and murders him with a stick. Yeah, that maybe is an act, but she's that's self-preservation at that point. Yes. It doesn't, doesn't mean she doesn't really feel that way. I just, I'm just i saying right now, she got remarkably calm when she needed to kill those people after she killed the other people. Well, she's very smart, but she, she is also smart. is... A psycho. Trying to... She's yeah, trying not she's to be a psycho. Things. Yeah, she's trying not. That's But that's who she is. She's a user and a psychopath. Mm. They even brought up when she killed those people at that prison who weren't quite dead yet. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, Rick says, yeah, he would have been okay with that now, probably. In yeah. hindsight, yeah. yeah, it was the right thing to do. Good job, Coral. Yeah. Um. So what you're asking me? What is my prediction? What is your prediction? Like well, Negan's I mean, showing I, up I and someone's dying. I know what happens dying. in the comic book. Sure. Um, the way the show is setting up, I mean, I believe, and I believe it's one of two people. Who, who do you? Th- who, are the, who are your predictions? Well, who did we show? Who did we show last week being really happy? We had Michonne with the whole eating the apple oh, and then with the Rick scene. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That would have impact if he killed Michonne. And we had uh, Glenn with the naked shower scene. Yeah, but that was more like compassion than it was like boning. It's still, it doesn't matter. It's still them. Oh, we made it. We're in, we're, you know, we're, we're in a better place yeah, now. We're in a better place now. We're, we're happy. Uh, if you think about who, who's been, who's been talking the most about like, you know, hey, we got to band together now and do this. It's, it's, it's been Daryl. Daryl? I'm, I'm sorry. It's been Glenn. I thought you were going to say Glenn. Glenn okay. gave a couple speeches last week, but I believe it could be him. I could, it could be uh, Michonne. Uh, I mean, I guess theoretically Carol or Morgan could be captured, but they, as far as I know, they're not captured right now, so I don't think it will be them. Not yet, yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be trying to do a, a, a reverse on us where we think, oh, Daryl didn't die, and then they kill him anyway. I think that's the third most likely person. I believe the, 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 the first time we see Negan... He's got to kill somebody big. Yes. Big. And he has to kill them immediately. Like, yep. he appears, hi, I'm Negan. Boom, 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 dead. And, and if you read the report, Andrew Lincoln, uh, uh, who plays Rick Grimes, he says he, this, this, the Negans, he read a scene. We assume it's the Negan scene in the finale of Walking Dead's this mm. year. 
and he was sick to his stomach after reading it, mm-hmm. which means something freaking gross is going to happen, <laughs> and I can't wait. And but it, um, I also believe this. Yes. They're leaving themselves wide open, and uh, they as much they kept talking about. Well, we're fine back here now too. We still have Sasha, and we have uh, oh, Abraham. Abraham, we're fine back here. It's good that we can be back here and still be safe with these guys. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. think you're as safe as you were when Daryl and uh, Michonne and, and Carol and Carol and Rick were there. Uh, to be fair, yes, I believe someone. Maybe medium to smaller on the show at least has to die in the camp this week from being attacked. Oh, I, I get you. Too. Yeah, uh, I think it's the mo of Negan though. From every statement that we've heard about him though, the way he negotiates with a camp is he shows up and he murders somebody huge and then opens the conversation immediately afterwards yeah. while everyone's still in shock. Right. That's well, what he does. Right, but I do believe they might be attacking the camp too to weaken them back there too. In case wouldn't hurt. So if I was them, so I'd be who, doing so that. Who would be your candidate to be killed in the camp? In the camp, my preference would be Father Gabriel because he, you know, I, I was just about don't to like say Father character. Gabriel just because there's nothing for him to do right now. The best thing Father Gabriel could do is die to further somebody else's plot line. Uh, the answer, of course, could be Maggie or Glenn. Uh, that'd be a pretty big deal, especially if they killed Maggie. Well, Glenn is. Glenn is out with Negan. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Maggie. I'll, I'll say Maggie, Maggie possibly. Uh, I would say it definitely could be. Um, I think it could be Rosita because, again, she doesn't have a lot to do now that Abraham dumped her and he's with Sasha and they're furthering yeah, that plot line. I could say the same thing about Abraham. You absolutely could. Mm-hmm. But I think if Abraham was going to die, it would have happened about a season ago when they had when they ran out of stuff for him to do. I think he has a he has a job well, again on the show. It could he? be it could be Eugene. What does Eugene have to do? Gosh, I don't think they'll kill Eugene, but uh, maybe that's for selfish reasons since we know Josh McDermott. Yeah, we like him. He's uh, also really good. Yeah. But he doesn't uh, have anything to do either right I, now. I would think that Other it than would have Ammo. to be, you know, Gabriel's been saying, Gabriel said to Rick, do you trust me to cover your town? Well, yeah. Maybe that means he's about to die. Yeah, I mean, we've been predicting Gabriel dying for oh, two years what's now. what's his name? He's trying to be happy now? He's, he's uh, having a relationship for love with Sasha? <laughs> maybe. Gotta go. I think it's one of those two. Abraham, yeah. Uh, and, and I still think Carol Daryl. I think one of those two needs to die. Hmm. Uh, it could very well, they could swerve everybody and make us guess like how they're going to swerve us, and then they don't swerve us and just kill Glenn. Yeah. Which would be the thing that would make the quote unquote make the comic book fans happy, but uh, to me, if it's going to be shocking, it can't be Glenn. I believe because I that's, think, the, that's well, the obvious. It'll still go. be shocking to a lot of shocking to a lot of people that who sure. don't know. And also, you know, the fact that they're saying we're taking a hard right hand turn from the comics right now, yeah. makes me think that that's the that's the red herring, and they're going to kill Glenn. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they are setting it up so it's anybody but Glenn. Here's right now. Here's my guess, Glenn. And either Abraham or Gabriel. Yeah. I'm thinking Gabriel since he just gave the speech. Well, I'm thinking Carol or Daryl, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say Father Gabriel. I mm-hmm. think that seems fair. Okay. Uh, but that's cool right there. So Walking Dead, one episode to go. Uh, I'm very excited about that. And you know what's coming back very, very soon? Fear the Walking Dead. Well, Fear oh, the Walking right Dead Oh, right after, correct. right? You're correct. Yeah, that is correct. Also Game of Thrones, which is I know yes. what you know I was talking about. Very excited. for That show is so – that might be the best show on television, right? That show is sexist, Ray, and I won't watch it anymore. Uh, I think that's absolutely not true, but uh, keep going with it. Anyway, Better Call Saul's the other show while we still have some time left over here. Okay, so that last episode was the one where – Kim has just been reinstated into like a better position, and what's his name? Uh, oh, he, she's getting stolen away. Well, now, first of all, remember Michael McKean at the end of the last one was like, "I'm going to talk to what's his name," and he may, basically reinstated her into like out of doc review. Right. So, and she goes into that meeting, and that one dude won't even look at her and yeah. won't even talk to her. Like, uh, what's his name? The asshole uh, Hamlin. Hamlin. 
the the main white guy, right? Yeah, what's his name? Uh, something. It's Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill, isn't it? So we're, we're, Kim's in a better position. Now. So we start off the episode. This is not the most recent one, but the one the week before. Correct. Kim had the conversation with Michael Kate McKean's character, where he said, "Hey, let me talk to them about getting you out of Doc Review. You're yep. wasted down there." Yeah, and Chuck and they had the coffee, and Chuck finally is just like, "I'm going to go to bat for you. This is BS at this mm-hmm. point." Acting sort of like it wasn't his idea in the first place. Yeah, he's acting kind of like he was towards Jimmy when he was like, man, I can't believe they're doing this to you, Jimmy, even I, though it was me doing it. Even though it was him doing it the whole time. Yeah, I feel like the second that Chuck takes an intro, a positive interest in you and can't believe what's been happening, uh, he it, things are about to get worse before they get better. But yeah, and so uh, Kim, Kim is getting out of the poop, but then she she's getting a hostile takeover by this other firm that wants her so much more. And it's not even about the Sandpiper stuff anymore. Uh, you know, I, I guess I just wonder here, is this legit? Do they really want her as a client? Or are they trying to hurt Hamlin, Hamlin, McGill? Are they trying to hurt the Sandpiper people? It, it, it feels like there's something over the top happening that we just don't know about yet. Right. Like some sort of like internal thing where he wants to piss off uh, uh, Chuck or he wants, you know, he's got some sort of grudge and here's his chance to really stick it to that law firm. Maybe. That's what it, it feels like a thing out of suits to me, yeah. you know? I feel like he maybe was trying to do that. He, he's compassionate towards people that aren't Jimmy. Uh, and maybe he's trying to reward her in some way. But sure. then we see the results of that. You know, she's out of doc review and she's going to a meeting with Howard and Howard will not give her the time of day. No, yeah. he does not want to look at her at all. Um, so what does she do? She gets a little revenge, and she decides to go on a scam with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, I got a live one on the hook here. Come yeah. on over, and let's yeah. uh, get some money from him. Right. And they bill him for ten grand, just 10 right grand. there, and then don't even use. Don't even grand. cash it. Yeah. Which I mean, to be fair, and then she also goes into that you know um, sandpiper meeting, and no one else shows up, and she gets screwed out. She gets screwed over. And, uh, it, and that's when she really impresses the other law firm. And the other though. law firm's like, hey, come have lunch with us. Uh, that was really good. You know, that happened to me once when I was young. They obviously don't... don't uh, they don't think you're going to win. They don't think you're going to so win. So they want your name on it. They obviously don't want to help you. How long have you been there? Ten years? Boy, that mm. seems like a D move to me. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Their offer is compelling. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> I, is. If I was her, I would have taken that offer in a heartbeat. I would have taken that offer and uh, the respect. It's a lot of respect going on right there. And then we also learned that uh, the fallback of uh, the um, the fallout from the Tuco situation mm-hmm. is uh, he gets visited now and he has a whole meeting. And I appreciated that uh, uh, the meeting, he says, uh, I'm not worried about the gun. Is he wearing a wire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just respect right there right. in some weird way. Well, we also get to see the whole, uh, you know, the grandpa of Salamanca from... Uh that was in the that had the weird bell from Walking Hector, Dead. Hector, Hector Salamanca. Salamanca, yes, comes and is actually able to speak. Well, it's because he hasn't done whatever that terrible what thing going Mike's going to do to him. Mike's going to do it to him. You got to figure Mike's going to do it, and he's not going to know that it's Mike. Mm-hmm. I figure. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so they have the thing. He ends up bilking him. He gets fifty grand out of him to say the gun was his, mm-hmm. and uh, and then looking ahead to the, that's basically that that good episode. We also right there. see those weird twins. The weird twins that were in that one. That Hank have, kills them in the parking yeah. lot with the fire axe. And they had that weird thing where they were crawling on the ground with the snakes. So creepy. Uh, uh, and then they stand over on the roof and they're pointing down at the kid in the oh, pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mike thought he was hiding out. And that was two episodes ago. So the most recent episode I found was even more compelling. I mean, uh, you really liked this episode too, right? I did. It was great. It was fantastic. So it opens up with the flashback scene that happens with Jimmy and the, and the old man's store, which we've talked about before. Right. Uh, and and the, the con man coming in and conning his dad. Mm -hmm. and jimmy pulling him over even as a kid and he's saying hey this dude is conning you don't don't 
you're known as being a mark. Don't be the mark. And so what happens? He lets the con happen anyway. It's the con. His it's dad terrible. couldn't help it. His dad is such a rube, and he figures that speech at the end, I think, from the con man said, hey, there's two types of people in this world. you got to figure out what kind you're going to be, mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. And he takes off with extra money and drives away like, ah, oh, I feel terrible for you. And it really did set the stage. I listened to a thing that said that actually was a scene cut from season one. Right. That they just found a place in here because Jimmy makes a grand decision in this one right here. Um, he decides he d- he doesn't want to work here anymore. Right. He does not want to work at Davidson, Maine. And why would you? Why would you? So did you think it was crazy He's that what that he did? sweet pad at the nail salon. What do you, do you think? It, what? She brings him coffee. The nail really, salon. Not, not she loves really. having it in there. And he gets free nail, free cucumber water. Well, do you think that Jimmy went too far in this scene? In the montage scene? Do you think I he could, went too far? I mean, I could kind of see it either way, you know? But for me, yeah, he went too far, Are dude. You, you're not really giving me any specifics, Brent. Did you did you watch this episode? Are I just you... have visceral visceral feelings about this episode. You but you did I mean? watch it though. Yes, You're on of the course. Okay, yeah, we watch it every week. What are you talking? You're the one that doesn't watch. No, it. No, I did miss one week, so I mean that okay, is fair. Okay, thank but, you. Okay, no, you just usually you give me a lot more description than this. I was just checking. Well, I was shocked. I was lamenting it, and you know, I almost wanted to puke when he did it. But I still think he did the right thing. He puked. I mean, he 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 took up an instrument. Yeah. You know, so he could just like uh, Ed Bagley Jr. playing the guitar. He decides he wants to get himself fired from the office of right. Davison, Maine, and so he picks up, you know, I know the bagpipes and practices them right there in the office oh, in a man. scene that was absolutely amazing. You know, there's only one university in the United States where you can have bagpipes as a major. I did not and know that's that. Carnegie Mellon. Oh. Well, I guess yeah. that makes sense. So, Could you imagine majoring in bagpipes? I know. Well, obviously, Jimmy playing the bagpipes, not very good at it. Yeah. Not very good at all. It's better than I thought he would be, you know? Well, he wasn't good at all. He yeah, really but could better than I s- thought he was going to be. Well, he was terrible. I thought some, maybe no sound would come out, just okay. air. It is hard to get sound out of it. you got to squeeze it kind of hard. I mean, sure, he's not going to sound like the background backing uh, sound of, uh, you know, Jump Around by House of Pain. Well, what could? Yeah, really. nothing. But then we find out Kim Wexler also doesn't want to, because he, he decides, him and Kim, he wants to go into business with Kim. Right. And start their own agency. Yes. And Kim actually turns out, she's not necessarily thinking she wants to take this new offer, even though it's fantastic. So she counters him uh, with... Her proposal. Her proposal, yeah. Which was? Come on, dude. Okay, no. It's, let's work together, but as separate firms right. in the same of course. office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving you hand gestures. Yeah, no, you were doing. You were giving me I'm hand gestures, separate, all right. separate, but apart. But then it, the crazy like the thing same, happens. But different. Yeah, and then uh, uh, the, 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 the car crash happens, which is absolutely insane, right? Because she's driving from that meeting, and it just it changes came, the whole scope of the show. came out of nowhere. She, I... I didn't think she was going to die because I. No. Then again, she wasn't in Better Call Saul. She wasn't in Breaking Bad. She was not. So There's got to be a reason, right? She. I'm thinking she's probably dead from this car well, crash. What did you What did you think of Jimmy visiting her in the hospital? It was. Uh, it was sweet. I mean, you could tell that he he likes her a lot. He loves her, but he's still he's still kind of working her a little bit. You know, he's still trying to get any advantage he can. Brent, I'm going to stop you right there. There was no car crash. He never visited her in the hospital. <laughs> I, I didn't think you'd seen this episode. I know. I know <laughs> no, that. you did not know. I know that. I'm calling you out right now. Here's the deal. Was I was really... shooting all week. <laughs> I was shooting all week. 
<laughs> Listen, it was a fantastic episode. Uh, we're going to go back after we record this. We're going to watch this montage mm-hmm. because Jimmy picks out the loudest suits he can find and he starts, he, he doesn't flush his poop in the toilet. I did watch the beginning of it and I saw him buy that really, uh, the first time they show him in the really uh, whatever suit. I didn't see the rest it's of the episode. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the deal. We're going to go watch that montage. It's going to be awesome. But I'll say right now, Better Call Saul, still great. They are going to, in theory, Kim and uh, Jimmy are going to work together as separate agencies under one roof. Which is Jimmy isn't sure he likes that idea because he really wants to be with Kim, but professionally Kim d- cannot be with him. Yeah, just cannot do it. Don't but you she really want wants to be Kim around to him. Kim to not work with him because she knows it won't. You know, isn't <sighs> she needs to stay above it? Haven't is the deal. we found that like even though Jimmy's a talented guy and he's smart in, at certain things, he's very street smart that. Whoever he comes in contact with, he just kind of destroys. He, it's bad. Yeah. He ends up, something bad happens, and it just doesn't end well for them. But this is why she can be around him, she can support him, but professionally she won't be tied to him. Right. Which I think for her is the best of every possible world. Hey, don't we all have a, f- a friend or a person like that? Yes. Super talented. Uh, but you just you can't be around but I But I can't have my, we can't tie our stars to the same thing. You I absolutely you well. No, 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 man. And if you make it, I hope you remember me. But on the yeah, journey, exactly. it's not going to end well if I tie my hitch my wagon to your Thank star. You. Yeah. Who's your person in your life that's like that? Name them by name. I'm not going to be doing that. Because I know I'm that person. Minus Ray. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not Ray. But anyway, that's Better Call Saul. It was fantastic once again. It was. And from beginning uh, shut to up. End. You're going to watch it and you're going to love it. I'll tell you right now. But let's come back. We'll wrap it up the show after three so seconds the, of. The teaser for next week was so amazing, dude. After three <laughs> seconds of. John Oates and Daryl Hall. I can feel you watching in the night. All alone with me. I'm waiting for the sunlight. All right, you guys, that's the show for this week, everybody. What? Thank that's you so it? much. Yeah, what that's about it. more stuff than Better Call Saul? Brent had some good ideas about it. Oh, what, thanks, man. What, what was that? Thanks. What Muppet was that that I just materialized? That my dog Dufresne talking. Oh, was that Dufresne, yeah. your dog talking? My dad loves that show, and he had some great ideas. Thanks, Dufresne. <laughs> that sounds just like him, so oh. it's, it's like he's in the room. Oh, wait. That's cool, dude. He is in the room. I'm going to take you for a walk later. Is that what you wanted? Maybe. Oh, okay. Anyway, we got some contact information we got to hit up right here. You can always hit us up online, facebook.com slash Podcast mm-hmm. or on Twitter at Podcast. Individually, you can hit me up. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And uh, we got people we want to thank this week, Brent. We have definitely people we want to thank this week. Oh, yeah. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. Got to thank David Knoll. David Knoll, our intrepid producer. Dino. Dino. Thank you so much, D- Dino. No points in our bracket. How about uh, that? Finish last place. Bless them all. Yeah. He's going to win it one of these days, and it's going to be amazing. No, No, probably not. Probably not. We also got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art, Brent. Monsell me some art. You got to go to jordanmonsell.com or go, you know what? Go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. Buy his art. I've bought his art. You've bought his art. I bought his art. And uh, go or go to Steampunk Cafe here on Burbank Boulevard and look at his art of the tip jars most days. He's a big Star Wars fan, so Dega by. Dagobah. Nope, nope, nope. Dagobah, nope, one nope, of his pieces not, of art. Not, not letting you have this, uh, yeah. not letting you have that pun. Dagobah, one of his pieces of art, guys. Nope. That's a planet from Yoda, that Yoda lived on. Nope. Nope. Why don't show Dagobah one of his pieces of art? That's pretty good. No, I wouldn't like that on Facebook. No. 
I should. I'm, I think I'm gonna go. I I put that on Facebook. I'm gonna go like it. You know what? You probably should. So yeah. somebody does. Yeah. In any case, guys. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? I want to thank Jessica uh, Lowndes. Jessica Lowndes. Yeah, John Lovett's new girlfriend for showing me that love can be true and real. Since she's dating John Lovett's. No, that was you know that was a hoax. That's a hoax. That yeah. was a hoax. Okay. It's been. A, and I, I never like, believed it for one second. You know what? It reminds me. There's this story, right? Uh, uh, this story in particular just reminds me of like, hey, we put this thing out there, and I didn't care about it, nor did I honestly believe it, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't my business, so I didn't care either way. Right. Then you find, oh, it was a hoax to get attention. I'd be like, well, I still don't care. I didn't care, I didn't care anyway. before. I, I had a guy at a I party was, for a minute. I was like, wow, good for you, John Lovitz. Uh, a little creepy. I was at an actor party once, right? With just a bunch of like uh, 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 different actors and stuff. This is back in like college, you know. Okay. And so I had this guy come up to me, and he's just like, uh, "Hey, Ray, uh, I didn't know this guy." And he introduced himself or talked for a little bit. And he kind of looks at me, and he's just like, "Yeah, man." And I'm totally, you know, I'm gay. I uh, hope that's not a big deal. And look, I'm like, "No, man, whatever. That's your thing, man. Who cares?" You know, da 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 da. Right. And so, like an hour goes by, the guy comes back up to me at the party, and goes, "Hey, uh, did you really believe I was gay? Because I'm totally not gay." Oh, oh! did you believe that? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you believed I was gay. And I was looking at him like, honestly, I didn't care. Uh, I don't know you, so I wasn't thinking you were lying to me. So, yeah, I guess I believed you, but it really didn't impact my life in any way. I feel that way about this John Lovett situation where it was just like, oh, I, I didn't really care. So I didn't really have an opinion. But thank you for telling me you were lying because now I'm, right. I care less somehow. Hey, do you want to watch a lip sync battle with uh, Sonequa Martin-Green? Uh, Sasha and Lauren Cohan, Maggie. That might be cool. No, I do not. I do. I'm going to watch it. You know what? Let's watch it. Anyway, guys, we're getting out of here. We'll catch you guys later. Good night. Peace. You're going to have to drag me.